Good Saturday morning to all. On this last Saturday of July, the last day of July 2021, Dick Schillig here, and we are here every Saturday to share with you our listeners on those strategies we use with our clients to manage and protect assets, especially those valued retirement assets. And we manage and protect those assets safely in today's very unsafe world. This morning's Safe Money program is a recording. I was out of town most of last week, so I don't have a market report for you. However, I want to remind all of our listeners of those bar graph charts we create to track the stock market. We use a bar graph chart and track the calendar year history of the major market indices. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, S&P 500 Select Index, and the NASDAQ 100. Why do I use these indices? These are the major market, major stock market indices, and ones which you can choose to link to as an investor in our index annuity products. You've heard me say here on Safe Money that our clients have not lost money. With the volatility of today's stock market, our clients have not lost money because of the special index annuity we recommend for many of our clients. Today's, um, um, remember last, boy, last Friday, um, July 23rd, boy, the market hit new records right across the board. The market was at all-time high at that point. Now, as I say, this past week, I was, uh, this is a recording because I was out of town this past week, so I don't know what the market did this week, but what I do remember is that July 23rd, Friday, July 23rd, boy, the market did just fantastic across the board, setting new records across the board. So, listeners, I encourage you to take advantage of that, that record in the market. Uh, take advantage of that record if you have funds, either qualified money or non-qualified money, in retirement plans or simple savings. Now is a good time to lock in part of those gains. How much is part? Well, that varies. However, I have always been accustomed to using the golden investment rule. Remember that rule? It's a simple calculation. Subtract your age from the number 100, and that gives you a percentage, which is the maximum percentage according to the golden investment rule. The maximum percentage of your assets that you should have invested in risk-type investments in stocks and or mutual funds. So, if you haven't applied that golden rule, boy, take advantage to these market heights and um, apply that golden investment rule to your assets and to see how you fall in line with that golden investment rule. Take advantage of these gains. Take advantage of that 25% bonus that's applied to your funds that are transferred into our special index annuity, a 25% bonus. And then that bonus is never never declines. That bonus remains. There are terms that need to be complied with as far as the annuity is concerned to fully vest in that 25% bonus. But boy, I encourage you to take advantage 
of it as well. Again, this morning, I want to remind persons under the age of Medicare that we remain in the open enrollment period for persons to sign up for major medical insurance. This enrollment period runs until August 15th and is for persons under the age of 65 that need major medical insurance and perhaps wanting some help in paying the cost of major medical insurance. You recall that this year's open enrollment period now is extended to August 15th. So you can enroll in major medical insurance and if you need help in paying the expensive monthly premium, that's what this website is all about. So go to www.healthcare.gov and as soon as that website opens, you can determine immediately if you qualify for help in paying for the cost of insurance. The amount of help you receive is based on your household income and the number of persons in your household. Let me give you a couple examples. I have a single male, age 41, who was just permanently laid off from his job. He was earning $35,000, and we enrolled him in a comprehensive major medical plan that has a premium normally of $434. Now, on the marketplace, we determined he will qualify for a premium subsidy of $343. So his premium cost is $434. His subsidy is $343. So this results in a net premium to him of $91 for comprehensive major medical insurance. Now, that was a single person, single male, age 41. Now, another example for families, I have a family, a husband age 33, a spouse age 26, and children ages 3 and age 1. The total premium for that family on a high deductible, a high deductible comprehensive major medical insurance plan amounted to $741.96. Now, the income, that household income, amounted to about $50,000. Therefore, the premium subsidy amounted to $760 a month. So the net cost, <coughs> excuse me, the net cost to this client was $0. Now, I can give you countless other examples but the best approach to determine your eligibility for the premium subsidy is by giving us a call. So call us next week, 563-332-2200, and we'll be able to help you determine if you qualify for a premium subsidy. Remember years ago, with major medical insurance, underwriting and acceptance was very, very important. Now, with health care reform and with the Affordable Care Act, there is no longer underwriting. So everyone qualifies for the major medical insurance. What we need to do is determine how we're going to pay for the cost of major medical insurance because there is a significant cost for major medical insurance. But with the Affordable Care Act and with the premium subsidies, 
that are now available. Boy, I think this is just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for us to acquire coverage if we do not currently have coverage. Remember, listeners, this enrollment period is for persons under the age of 65, and it runs until August 15th this year. These persons under the age of 65 are not eligible for Medicare, and you could qualify for a premium subsidy and substantially reduce the out-of-pocket costs for insurance. And again, remember this enrollment period has been extended this year to August 15th. Normally it was around, uh, I think it was ended in February in prior years, but this year the um, enrollment period runs until August 15th. So parents, grandparents, encourage the younger people in your family and ask them this question, do you have major medical insurance? And to encourage them, encourage them to contact us within the next few days to determine eligibility for the premium subsidy. And let's make sure that the coverage is there. Another interesting article caught my attention this week, and this article concerns the potential increases in Social Security. Now, the COLA projections, cost of living projections, the COLA projections for 2022 are rising. Now, it's lofted by the worst spot of inflation in decades. Now, that's a good thing for the nation's 60 million Social Security recipients. That's a good thing for those Social Security people. Last week, the Senior Citizens League raised its estimate for next year's Social Security cost of living adjustment to 6.1%, which would be the largest COLA hike since 1982. Now, that prediction followed the nonpartisan advocacy group who also forecast a hike as much as 4.7%. So those numbers are just projections. The uh, final time to determine that is by October 1st. October 1st, the Social Security Administration must make a decision on how much the COLA increase for 2022 will be. So the numbers uh, that we're talking about this morning runs range roughly from 4% to 6%. Either one of those numbers would be a nice, nice increase to Social Security recipients. So that's, uh, that's the good news. That's the good thing. So we'll keep you posted on that as we get closer to uh, October 1st and the final um, application of that formula for determining that cost of increase. Right now, things are looking good for the Social Security recipients out there. We are anticipating a rise from 4 to 6%, and that would be effective in January's Social Security checks, but the final day for determining that would be by October 1st. So in a couple months, we'll know. So that's a good thing. In 2021, uh, we are still being driven by an um, inflation rate and causing a cost of living rate increases across the board. So the, for the retirees in particular, these um, uh, potential for COLA increases would be a very, very welcome 
would be a very, very welcome issue. So I'd like to further talk with you this morning about our split annuity strategies and give you several examples of our split annuity strategies. I uh, apply this split annuity strategy for either qualified funds or non-qualified funds. So, listeners, if you have an IRA or 401k, 403b, and if that money in that program is invested in stocks or mutual funds, then you know you have done very, very well with the stock and mutual fund share prices that are out there now because um, they've been just tremendous. The market has set new records, so I encourage you to boy, apply that golden investment rule to your funds, to your savings programs, and determine if you are in line with the golden investment rule. How does that golden investment rule work? Simply subtract your age from the number 100. And that result of that is a percentage. And that, according to the golden investment rule, is the maximum percentage of your assets that you should have exposed to risk. Or, in other words, invested in stocks or mutual funds. Now, let me give you an example of how we protect that those assets. If we have some investment money, let's say we um, um, sold our house or uh, sold a uh, farm that we might have had interest in or a business that we've had interest in, or we simply saved money. We are good savers during our lifetime, and we accumulated $400,000. Now, what we would do with that $400,000 is that we would split that asset into two different annuities. We put $82,000 in an immediate annuity, and the balance of the funds, $318,000, we would put in a deferred fixed index annuity. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is the immediate annuity. Remember, we put $82,000 in that immediate annuity, and we program the immediate annuity for a period of 60 payments or for a period of five years. Why do I use five years on this immediate annuity? Because the exclusion ratio is best at five years. So this $82,000 will begin to pay $1,400 a month. $1,400 a month, and that that $1,400 will be paid every month for a period of 60 months, for a period of five years. Now, out of that $1,400, the exclusion ratio calculates that 94% of that monthly income is not taxable. That means that only 6% is reportable for tax purposes. That's fantastic. Now, remember what happens with that $82,000 by paying $1,400 a month every month for a period of 60 months. Then the value of this immediate annuity at the end of five years is $0 because we spent that down. But now remember, 
We started with four hundred thousand dollars. We only put eight hundred. We only put eighty-two thousand in the immediate annuity. So the balance of those funds, three hundred eighteen thousand, we put into a five-year tax-deferred fixed index annuity. Now, an index annuity pays a bonus, and that bonus is right now is twenty-five percent. So if we calculate that 318000 with the bonus, and if we assume that that annuity linked to the performance of the stock market would earn 5% every year, then at the end of five years, at the end of 60 months, when our immediate annuity has been depleted and it's down to zero, our deferred annuity at the end of five years would be at four hundred. And six thousand dollars. Remember, we started at four hundred thousand, and at the end of five years, we have four hundred and six thousand dollars. Boy, that's a tremendous strategy, a tremendous strategy for investing money and taking the maximum use of those dollars. Now, there are pros and cons to any investment. There are pros and cons to these to the index annuity just there's pros and cons to any other investment. I'd like to have the opportunity of talking with you and sharing with you those what those pros and cons are. But if we can manage our money to that extent, if we can have an income from that $400,000, and remember, we took $400,000 and put $81,000 or $82,000 into an immediate annuity. So at the end of five years, that immediate annuity has paid out $84,000. But we took the balance of the money, which was $318,000, when we invested that money in a five-year index annuity. And if it earns 5% compound interest over a period of five years by being linked to the stock market, by being linked to the Dow Jones Industrial Average linked to the S&P 500 or to the NASDAQ. And if that will earn 5%, then at the end of five years, we end up with $405,972. And remember, in that deferred annuity, that is completely income tax deferred. So at the end of 60 months, we have that $406,000, And none of that has been taxed up to this point. So when our immediate annuity stops making payments at the end of the 60th payment, at the end of five years, then we have replaced that money. We replaced the $400,000 with $406,000. That's a tremendous, tremendous strategy. And listeners, boy, Look at the income tax ramifications of that. For non-qualified funds, using a five-year annuity, 94% of the income is non-reportable for federal income tax purposes. That means only 6% of it is reportable. That's a tremendous, tremendous strategy. Now, on the deferred side, using that fixed index annuity over a period of five years, Over that period of five years, none of that income is reportable for tax purposes.
purposes. It all remains tax deferred until we get to that sixth year. And if we transfer those funds in into an immediate annuity to begin paying income to replace that um, that uh, $1,400 a month, then that would work very, very nicely. If we have a different amount, let's say we have $200,000, for example, using a split annuity strategy again, if we put out of that $200,000, we would create an immediate annuity and a deferred annuity. The $200,000 that we start with, we put almost $40,000 into the immediate side, and that immediate annuity will begin paying out $700 a month. And the same exclusion ratio applies. Of that, 40, of that $700 per month, only 94% of it is non-taxable. Only 6% of it is taxable. So that's a tremendous strategy. At the end of 60 payments, at the end of five years, that account, of course, would be depleted. It would have paid out a total of $42,000 by paying $60 a month, by paying $700 a month for a period of 60 months. Now, while that's being spent down, then the balance of that $200,000, which is $160,570, is placed in that tax-deferred index annuity, which pays a 25% bonus. And then if we assume that by being linked to the market, it can earn 5% compound tax-deferred interest every year at the end of five years is worth two hundred and four. Almost $205,000. So we started with $200,000, and out of that $200,000, we received income of $42,000, and we end up with $205,000. That's a tremendous, tremendous strategy. And the strategy is making maximum use of that exclusion ratio. The exclusion ratio is for non-qualified funds, particularly and um, it works very, very well, especially in those split annuity strategies. Now, we can use the same concept with qualified money. However, income taking out of qualified money, so income in a immediate annuity qualified, will be completely reportable for taxes. But it's just the income that's reportable for taxes. The amount of money setting in the deferred index annuity would remain deferred until the end of that five-year period of time when we decide to take income from it as well. So there's tremendous strategies involved. And with the tax world that we're living in today, it's something certainly that we should consider and take full, ad- full advantage of. So I want to remind you that we do have our community meetings again coming up here. August uh, 16th and August 18th, in which we talk about the basics of Medicare and the focus on the Medicare supplement programs. And then we also talk about the Advantage plans and the uh, very popular Advantage plans. The most popular one in this area, I believe, is the one issued by United Healthcare, and that's called the AARP, 
the AARP index annuity. So take advantage of that. Appreciate your listening this morning. Have a great, great weekend. Looking forward to talking with you again next week. Good day.